Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host, but not your GM. Not today, because today we are playing Chew. Chew is a Forged in the Dark RPG set in a world where chicken is illegal after a catastrophic outbreak of the bird flu. We play agents of the most powerful law enforcement agency on the planet, the US Food and Drug Administration. Yes, you heard that right. Chew is currently out on Kickstarter, so sit back, relax, and if you enjoy what you hear, do go on and check out their Kickstarter. The links are in the description below. Additionally, our Paranoia giveaway is still active and will be active until the 10th of October. So, if you want to win some awesome Paranoia prizes, you'll find the link with more information down in the description below. And finally, a word of warning, or words of warning I should say, this episode contains a lot of foul language. Get it? Foul? <laughs> Adult themes and a dive into, shall we say, the cesspool of the dark seedy backdrop of city life. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. With that, let's get on to the episode. Be it our strength, our wit, our craft, from Faerun to Arkham to Mars, we'll take the quest, make foes and friends. everyone. Thank you for joining us today as well. Today we'll be playing Chew, a game that is coming to Kickstarter. Actually, it is probably already on Kickstarter when you're listening to this. And we've got a wonderful guest to join us today. I'm going to just hand it over directly to you, Mitch. Like, tell us, who are you? What 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 is Mitch? Who is Mitch? <laughs> oh, man, that's a, that's a question for the ages. <laughs> uh, I am Mitch. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mitch S. Bustillos. I am the head writer for Chew. Uh, I am also the project manager uh, and someone organizer for Necrobiotic, which was on Kickstarter just a few months ago. Um, I co-own a, uh, a kind of a marketing TTRPG marketing company called Penny Fortel LLC. We have one partner channel and one uh, affiliate channel on Twitch. Uh, and then we also do uh, marketing for like Black Void Games, Helmgast, uh, TPK, and a few others. Uh, so you'll find me at conventions and uh, pretty much everywhere where there's uh, streaming and TTRPGs. So yeah. That's awesome. And like talking about your Kickstarter before as well, Necrobatica like fulfilled itself very soon so we can we can definitely if i recall was it like a couple of days or like was it less like yeah yeah like we we got funded within the the first day uh and we were very successful with that and i, I was very thankful but uh in terms of like releasing uh then the product like pdf should be at the end of this year uh we are finishing up editing right now and then uh it's just layout after that so we're actually like coming to the cusp of uh uh, sending it out to the printers, which I'm very excited about. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be really cool. And I'm like super excited because uh, Necrobotic is such a unique, uh, unique TTRPG. Oh yeah, 100%. Super exciting. And I mean, Chew is pretty, from the looks of it, pretty unique as well as our listeners will soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chew, <laughs> it, it's two very different TTRPGs. And I was just at Gen Con uh, running both of them. Uh, and going from like Zany Absurdity to, which is Chew, to like, the depress depressing TT melancholy TTRPG that is uh, necrobiotic was like it, I, I got like emotional whiplash. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I can imagine. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um moving Oh no, thank you guys. Moving along the table, we'll get to Isabel. Hello, Isabel. Hello. I am back. It's been a while since I was on the podcast. Welcome back. Um, my name is Isabel. Uh, that's already been said. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on <laughs> Instagram at Isabel on Insta. And I don't think I have anything to promote at the moment. Sad. It is COVID. Um, so. <laughs> but very happy to be here again. Well, thank you for coming and joining us. Um, and last but not least, not not this time. Thank you. Erin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's Erin. As usual, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Erin O'Flaherty Actor to keep up with any cool projects that I may be doing in the future. Awesome. Thank you, Erin. Um, before we hand it over to Mitch to take over the episode, uh, episodes, I should say, um, just a few disclaimers or just notes 
Oh my gosh, that ship. Notes in advance. Uh, the first one is that this is, in, this is a series that will probably have very strong language, so be aware of that. And also, it's probably the only episode so far, well, it is the only episode so far, and may be the only episode in the future where we will be drinking while we play. Um, this That is right. We've been informed to our joyous information that uh, Chew can be played as a drinking game as well. And so, despite it being like 2, 3 p.m. in the afternoon for us, although for Mitch, I think it's like much later it's it's okay time for you Mitch it's not okay time for us <laughs> yeah it's like 10 10 12 p.m so uh this, this is good <laughs> yeah well, we're starting early today um and we'll be drinking it's so look day. forward to the insanity that ensues um that said Mitch take it away uh do you on that note Mitch do you want to tell us what the word is that will be slash words the word uh the drinking game word today is thirst traps <laughs> so appropriate <laughs> it is very appropriate mm-hmm. it's very relevant to my life right now oh, yeah. first trip. Uh, are you, <laughs> do you just have like sexy people outside all the time just like what up <laughs> or are you thirst trapping someone oh no we're in lockdown at the moment oh <laughs> no no we're in lockdown at the moment it's thirst trap tiktok all day, every day for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Cool. Brilliant. Let's get into it. Yeah. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Today was going to be good. Woke up early, just in time to get coffee from the Jumping Bean Cafe. Smiled and told a joke to the barista that didn't get a sign response. The sun was shining, people were smiling. It's as if today was going to be a beautiful day. That is until you stepped into the FDA office and heard your name screamed over the intercom along with the hints of that sappy song by James Blunt. <laughs> the boss wants you, and immediately you notice the weather shifting to a more foreboding gloom. As you approach, the door is already open and Director Crease is sitting in her chair, her armpit-stained white shirt soaked with sadness and a little bit of coffee, also from Jumping Bean. A picture of a well-chiseled blonde man is clutched by her pudgy fingers. You're late! I can't believe you're willing to rob the taxpayers with your shit performance! And with that, we are introduced to our um, agents. So go ahead. How do you look? What coffee did you bring in? Uh, and what's your demeanor? Oh. So Al, alcoholic, known to his friends as Al, as his name, uh, he's, he's probably kind of to the side, trying to avoid the eyes of Director Crease. He's, he's a lanky kind of fellow, um, would be completely fit and in shape if it wasn't for his very distinctively large beer belly that kind of pushes open his like shared buttons and kind of makes him seem like this very odd little fellow. Um, thin, tall, but in a particular location, not in any way thin in that location. Um, he's got black hair, his suit's kind of put on in like five minutes, you can tell that he didn't really bother kind of presenting himself in a particularly good way, and he does not have coffee. In fact, the cup that he's holding is from the cafe, but it's very old, and you all know, looking, like, you know him, you know that it's full of some kind of alcohol that he's probably brought from home. Hi everyone, my name's Candy, that's right, as in Candy Candlestick from the hit baking show, It's Candy. (laughs) (laughs) So so yeah, I am playing Candy. Uh, She's a celebrity chef. You see her, she's standing in the centre of the room. She's pretty tall. She has luscious long red hair tied up in a high ponytail. Um, She's wearing stilettos and she kind of, she's pretty stylish. Like she follows all the Instagram, TikTok trends and she is holding a Starbucks. It's some kind of very sugary concoction. Arguably there's no coffee in it at all. It's just like a pile of whipped cream and sauce and stuff like that. I think I roll my eyes as you're introducing yourself. Like, as... <laughs> uh-huh. 
Dr. Ray Kinsey has pulled up a chair and is uh, sitting down, has not waited to be asked. She looks like she hasn't showered in a while, hair very unkempt, bags under her eyes. She's wearing a white lab coat, which is clean, but the shirt under it is clearly not. You can see a stain on it, which does not appear to be from the coffee that she's holding. It looks a bit older than that. Maybe a bit of egg could be, although oh, <laughs> if you ask, it definitely is an egg. And she is uh, holding an espresso. It's a, one of the little tiny coffee cups that clearly can only hold espresso. Nice. Excellent. Director Kreese, um, we have an important case for you to resolve quickly. You have till the end of the day to complete it, or you're f- fired. <gasps> what? Can they do? Th- can they do that? I don't think they can do that. Yes, I can do that. I'm the director. I'm the director, Crease of the motherfucking FDA. Okay, it's a hard day today. So why are you staring at me like that? Look, the criminal in question is Derek Cho, codenamed Long. Long man. <laughs> Head of the thirst traps. All right, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Starting early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A gang of sexy proportions. I should have put that wine in the fridge. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Is it that nice warm? <laughs> Yum. It just tastes a little different than it did yesterday. <laughs> A gang of sexy proportions. He and his crew recently took one of our best, Jonah Shelby. (gasps) She looks longingly out the window of her office towards the employee of the month plaque wall featuring Jonah washing a car in an FDA bikini. This man has a hairy chest, (laughs) curly blonde hair, a well-chiseled body. Dear God. And he's been employee of the month like 50 times. No one else has been employee of the month. Not Jonah. Oh, no. Director. I know. What will we do without him? Yeah, exactly. As much as this hurts to say, aren't we better off without him? To be honest, he's been nothing but a clutch to the department. (gasps) You take that back. I stand by that. Yes, Jonah Welby has been carrying your shit performance since the day you dragged and kind of fell out of your mom's thing, okay? So, welcome to the real world. Some people are better than you, and Jonah Welby is better than you. We all know that Jonah Shelby is nothing but a liar and a no-good criminal crook. I cannot believe you. Jonah Shelby's chest hair is the only reason I agree to be a civilian consultant for the FDA. I am appalled. Exactly. I. What it's... can I do to help, Director? Okay, so... Derek and the thirst traps. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) Other than uh, the long, long man and his organization taking him away. Uh, They've also destroyed important documents at some of our most beloved law firms here in Baltimore. It's a typical revenge story. So get your arses out there and take care of it. End of day or your Fired. And she throws like documents at her face and like uh, stares at her computer. And you hear the um, goodbye, my lover, <laughs> pouring out through the, the, the earphones. <laughs> but she's not looking at you guys anymore. You guys are gone to her. Yep. Okay. Should we just, I guess we're, yeah, okay. Uh, I just, I make to go. Uh, yeah. Right. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, everyone. You know, his Chester is also false, right? And Al takes out like a pouch from inside of his coat with like, it's this plastic bag with Chester in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. You lie. Look at the proofs right here, sweetheart. That could be anybody's fake chest hair. I mean, why do you even have it in the first place? Are you really telling me that these golden locks are anyone's chest hair? I thought it was real. <laughs> okay, that doesn't matter. It looks great on him. In fact, he is the only one in this country that could pull off that beautiful chest hair. So we need to find him. Let's get on to it, please. Hmm, all right. Uh, do we have any leads? What was it? The long, long man? Yeah, 
and they also uh, director Creech threw uh, a packet of documents at you, which is kind of like scattered all over the floor right now. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the oh, office yeah. to pick them up because we walked out without them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys are following me without picking up the documents. I just don't care. I'm leaving, but like someone's got to do it. So Christ's sake. Doctor, do you always have to be like this? This is the third time we almost got fired thanks to you. I have never <laughs> almost gotten fired. Maybe you guys have, but I don't know who they'd get to replace me. Wow. This doctor sure seems to have a chip on her shoulder. Did you get it? Because, like, chip. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Al just turns around and walks away into the office to get some documents. <laughs> yeah, you, you pick up a, a envelope and it has several items inside. Uh, pulling them out one by one, the first one is a photograph of Derek, a.k.a. Long, Long Man. <laughs> Taken from his chicked-in profile. Not sexy, but not not sexy. <laughs> a slight Asian man with thick framed glasses. The second piece that you pull from this uh, envelope is an address to a recent crime scene at a motel, The In and Out, where Perpetual Employee of the Month Jonah Welby was last seen. Looking over the case file, you can tell that it was quickly thrown together and is spotted with tears. The crime is just a missing re person's report with a hastily scrawled remnant of a broken heart on the top right corner. There's also a photograph of a discarded half-eaten sushi roll where Jonah was last seen. The third item, a picture of Jonah Welby, dressed in skimpy sriracha topic attire, along with several members of the Thirst Traps. <laughs> Take a drink. Taken from the... Thirst traps. Fritter account. Take a drink. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and the final item that you have is a threatening letter, a postcard from a local convenience store, Milk and Cookies, with a giant mascot cookie on it bathing himself in milk in front of a convenience store. On it, written in red lipstick, is Deal with Derek, or We Will, and it is signed with seven X's. It was apparently sent to the Baltimore mayor's office. <laughs> I'm going to pocket the third picture, the one with good old, no good Jonah, like in his skimpy outfit with the rest of the thirsty <laughs> thirst traps. Take a drink. <laughs> and the rest of them I take to the others oh. and kind of throw it in front of the doctor. What do you think of this, doc? Oh, um, well, seems like someone's mad at Derek, whoever that is. Anybody know a Derek? Derek. I mean, long, long man. Oh. oh, is Derek the long man? I don't know. I can't keep track of these people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so I guess, okay, I thought long man was the one who did it. Somebody's mad at long man? Wait, is somebody mad at long man or at Jonah? No, guys, long man isn't involved in this situation. Long man's long gone, you know, he went to Calgary last week. We're talking about long, long man. Oh, sorry. Not to be confused with long, short man either. Oh, okay, I got it. We're on the same page now. So it's long, long man, a.k.a. Derek, who is our... Numero uno suspect. How are you a celebrity? Um, did you just hear that great joke that I made before? So, Doctor. <laughs> actually, could you, what were the two locations that we got from? Yeah. Mm. So, one was the In and Out, That's uh, which right. is a motel here in uh, Baltimore. Uh, it is where Jonah Welby was last seen. The final kind of location isn't really a location. It's kind of hard to tell, but it was is basically a threatening letter to the mayor of Baltimore concerning uh, Derek, a.k.a. Long, long man. I look at the um, I look at the doctor pointedly avoiding looking at uh, good old I forgot your name Candy. That that answers the reason why I forgot your name, but <laughs> um, and I tell the doctor, Doc, I think we should start by investigating the mayor. This smells like it's got something, something more going on about it. You know what I mean? 
wait, the mayor? What? Why? Why? How is the mayor coming into this? I don't get it. This is exactly why I'm talking to the doctor and not not to you. Well, I know a lot of celebrities, so. So the mayor in Baltimore, his name is Mayor Natty Bay. A political <laughs> entity created specifically because the polls said people would vote for a can of Natty Bow beer or a can of Old Bay seasoning uh, more than they would a politician. Oh Billions of dollars that could have been used <laughs> to send a rich person to space were wasted to manufacture him in a lab. Mayor Natty Bay is the tastiest mayor Baltimore has ever had. Seven <laughs> out of eight Baltimoreans in focus groups agree. The mayor is putting pressure on the streets. And he is generally good with kids, a bad listener, and also allegedly a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. <laughs> it does sound like your kind of guy, which is exactly why, Doc, I think we should head out to meet him. All right, let's go talk to an old Natty. Mayor Natty Bay. Okay. Oh, All right, Howard, are you, are you just going to the uh, government building or are you calling ahead? Oh, you know what? I have Natty Bay's personal phone number. Let me just give him a quick call. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, of course. You have the mayor's, the mayor's personal phone number. Well, yeah, he loves my show. I made my my special chocolate brownie for him quite a few times. Mother clucker, there goes any respect I had for that mayor. <laughs> I'll have to try some of that brownie sometime if it's so special. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, it just costs $40 a slice. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, anyway, let me let me give him a call. I'll I'll whip out my phone and uh dial mm-hmm. Nettie Bay's personal phone number. While you're doing that, I give like I give the doc like a see this is what I mean, kind of like exacerbated <laughs> <laughs> facial gesture. Uh the phone rings one time mm-hmm. and then you hear a sultry voice on the other line. Do I smell candy? Oh, Natty. Stop it. <laughs> oh, man. How you doing? Like, oh, I haven't seen you in some time. I and know. I was just looking over your Facebook page and oh. your Twitters. And man, you are getting the likes. Thank you. Nice. I know. I'm trying yeah. to grow those followers. You know how it is grinding away. Yeah. I mean, damn. I was, you know, election season's coming up and I need a huge push. So oh. <laughs> if, I, if, if you see me calling you up in the middle of the night drunk and like, hey, what, <laughs> come over or something mm-hmm. like that? Like, you know, I think that'd be cool. It'd be nice for both of our uh, agendas. Right. For official election endorsement. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm currently banging my head very ruthlessly against like a nearest <laughs> pillar. All right, quit sweet talking candy, Natty. We got questions for you. Oh, right. Uh, um, who's that? Like, sh- is that a shrill person in the background? Oh, I hear. Don't worry, don't worry about her. So, okay, you know how I sometimes consult for the FDA? Yeah, you're so smart. Like, damn. Thank you. I know. Um, well, we are on a case at the moment, and we need to talk to you. Do you think we can come? Like, do you have a little bit of room in your sketch? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know what? I was about to go read some books to some children in elementary school somewhere in Baltimore. I forget where, but you know what? This sounds like a way better thing to do. Mm-hmm. You hear him yell out down the hall. Hey, hey, secretary lady. Yeah, can you cancel that kid thing? I don't know. Just cancel it. I'm, 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 I'm busy the rest of the week. Okay. All right. All right, baby. Why don't you, um, uh, do you want to go out to a restaurant? I know a nice place. Uh, maybe we can go take a cruise or something. You look good in uh, anything. Oh, so, thank you. Know, you. Can... Uh, well, we could just come to your office. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. Restaurant reservation for four. Sounds great. Let's oh, do that. Uh, okay, yep. Uh, great. Is that that shrill lady again? Yeah, I hear it in the background. Is that a... Is that a seagull or something? I know. Um, <laughs> and it's all on his dollar, too. That'll be great, Candy. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so we'll meet you at that restaurant. Okay, we'll see you there in five. Bye. All right. Full reservations at Waffle House. Let's do it. <laughs> I walk up to the two of you and then just glance at the doc and say, so, seagull in your family, doc? And then burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got in my family when I fucked your mom. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it past your family. <laughs> Wait, your mom's a seagull? Occasionally, yeah. Um, sometimes she was a beaver. Um, the best of times, she was dead. But, you know, 
history. That's that's all in the past. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you guys are driving uh, to a Levothal house, <laughs> the swankiest place on the East Coast. Le Wuffle House. Le yeah. Waffle House. House is uh, set up right on the pier of Baltimore. So not only can you see all the different like large storage cases being brought in from uh, overseas, uh, but also the smog and the smell of shit water. Uh, it's enticing and wonderful. There is a patio seating, but most people sit on the inside. Uh, it has a red rooftop, uh, the yellow Waffle House signs. But this one is an exquisite Waffle House. This place, everyone's in tuxedos and there's carpet flooring lovely red felted tables very lovely like uh almost seat cushions filled with water so when you sit down on it it just kind of jiggles <laughs> and there you see him mayor natty bay he is literally a can of natty bow the beer and a combination of a can of old bay with arms and legs uh, pretty much his face is the can and everything else is human. At least you believe so. It's kind of hard to tell what type of monstrous Frankenstein thing it is. <laughs> but yeah, he's sitting down and he's waiting for you, twiddling his little thumbs. You notice that Candy has somehow completely changed her outfit to something a bit more appropriate for Lowethel House. And I'll just walk straight up and say, Natty, bae! Oh my gosh, Candy, you look... Oh, it's like watching the sun set and rise over a century. Like I could see the future and so much love and kindness from you each and every day. To be honest, you you make all of this worthwhile. I don't think I'd be a politician if not for the sweet baked goods you bring to my office sometimes. Oh, you know? That is so kind of you to say. Oh, isn't that sweet? Sorry to. Oh my God! Is there a seagull in here, <laughs> Mayor? It's it. I it is it is an honor to honor to meet you. My name is Al. This is Seagull, and I point to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for your medical condition, whatever it is. Um, just so you know, uh, Candy has been vetted. Uh, she and I, we go back a long time. You two have uh, several trained snipers uh, on your faces. So if you do anything that I don't like, they have permission to shoot your head off. Oh, you play rough, Natty. That oh. is completely understandable. Yeah, it's kind of procedure here in Baltimore. <laughs> yep. Uh, so sit down. Scooch over, Candy. Let's sit down. Yeah, the first round of waffles are on me. Thank you, Natty. Claps his hands and like buttery waffles mm. uh, are brought to you about the size of uh, two hands. <laughs> Thick. How kind. I immediately kind of smile towards the mayor and then push the um, waffles away because I don't want to eat them. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't want those? Uh, you know, from the goodness of my heart, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give these to you, Candy. <gasps> oh my god, thank you so much. I will definitely take them. I'm just gonna start digging in, just like voraciously eating the waffles. Yeah, he leans back. I don't really eat, but I, I love watching people eat, and uh, I love the smell of it. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> it is good. So, Mayor, how's the um campaign going? It's going well. I was made for this. This is the whole reason for me being. I take care of Baltimoreans like I took care of goldfish when I was young. They're all still alive. I'll be a different. That's incredibly creepy and specific, but moving <laughs> forward, <laughs> you know that campaign season is coming in, and I'm guessing you wouldn't want any, he looks around for a moment, particular dirt to come hit you in the face. A what? I'm just saying, we've, we may have found some information that may benefit you if you're willing to help us. Are you talking about the postcard I sent to the FDA that was sent to my office first with the overly sexualized giant cookie mascot in the front of it bathing itself in front of the convenience store? Yes, it was very well written. Yep, we're gonna, we'll, we can get, no. <laughs> Although, <laughs> that said, there's a different case for that and they will be knocking on your door soon. So consider this a favor. Tomorrow, 9am, don't be home. Interesting. Do you have the postcard with you? No, but we have something else that may be of interest to you. What? What do you have? Uh, I tend to a Dr. Ray mm -hmm. show the... What? You know, the, the note. The, the, the note. 
I don't have anything. What? Did we... Candy? <laughs> Did you happen huh? to pick up the documents that I placed in front of Dr. Ray, assuming that she would bring them with us? No, I thought you guys were bringing the documents. <laughs> I very slowly turned to the mayor. <laughs> mayor, we have a minor inconvenience. Very minor. Yeah, it's, it seems minor. Look, it seems you aren't, you're not on the up and up, if you know what I mean about what that postcard means of the seven X's. The seven X's are a 401c3 seeking vengeance. They put in for their non-profit status just a year ago. But man, they are the most ruthless assassins the city has ever known. I've been keeping it under wraps, but if they want Derek to be dealt with, Derek needs to be dealt with. I can't handle that heat right now. I can't go up against seven deadly exes. Wait, so... Not now. These seven deadly exes are also after Derek? Yes. Are they your... Are they Derek's exes? Or are they your exes? I... They're not my exes. I don't know who they are. Under the um, 501c3, the heads of the seven deadly exes are Mitch Pickles, Lacey Lentils, Teddy Gushers, uh, and this one is weird. It just says a ninja. Uh, <laughs> and then Braley, Kaylee, and Zaley Platter. So. Hmm. And what do they okay. want with Long, Long Man? want him dead. Why? Well, yes, clearly, but why? <laughs> I Look, I don't know. I don't investigate things. The motive in, in politics is less important to the outcome. All right? The outcome is that Derek needs to be dead or in jail so that the seven deadly exes aren't up in my ass during campaigning season. And what did you do in response to this postcard? I sent it to the FDA for them to handle it. Right, well, that sounds fair, you know. And what, you expect us to kill Derek? Do whatever you think is best. Kill Derek or put him behind bars. I don't care. As long as it's dealt with in a way that I am not inconvenienced. And they're definitely not your exes. No, all my exes are satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) Wink. Okay, well, do you know how we could find them or any leads on Derek? Derek, I don't know. Uh, He's been hitting law firms, which has been somewhat of annoyance, but honestly, the law firms are a bunch of bitches and they complain a lot. What about that crapsicle, Jonah? Oh, which Jonah? I don't know who that is. Oh Oh. my god, you don't know Jonah Welby? Probably for the best, Mayor. I I don't, should I know? No, no, you shouldn't. You should definitely not know him. Okay, when we find him, I'm going to introduce you to. Do not let him. That would be great. No, no, Mayor, It it is for your own good. He is a, oh boy, he will destroy you from the inside out and wish you were never born. With his beauty. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I like that now. Al has a bit of an inferiority complex. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I have nothing of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> and I swig another, like, thing of whiskey. All right, well, well, thank you for the waffles. Uh, very enjoyable. Much appreciated. I think that's everything we've got, we came here to get. Great. I wish I could help you more, Candy. Um, that's okay, Nanny. I've been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. Don't you worry. I feel like I've let you down. No, no, you did not let me down, Natty. Listen, we are going to find Jonah. We're going to sort out this long, long man. And um, then I am going to bring you some of my famous special brownie just in time for campaign season. Oh, hell yeah. I look forward to that, honestly. I just... Just don't want to let you down again. It's gonna be okay. Okay. All right, team. Oh, I gotta keep it together. Okay. Be safe. Y'all take care of Candy. If you if Candy gets hurt, I'm gonna make sure both of you are fired. Oh. <laughs> uh, I feel so like sweet. every day I get threatened of being fired. Can people have not come up with a better <laughs> threat? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you're more competent at your job, they wouldn't be threatening to fire you all the time. I've been working for 35 years. Still here, Doc. Look, here in the capitalistic nightmare that is America, a job is the refuge and island in the storm. It's the only thing that provides you any sort of income because you know the government's not going to help you out if you're starving or on the street. 
So yeah. It's just that wow. after the first 20 years of being threatened, of being fired, you just kind of get over it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll kill you myself if see, Candy that? is uh, injured in any way. And at this point, I look at Dodrock. See, <laughs> that, that, is, that is a good threat. Candy, you will not be welcome. killed, I guess. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go kiss a baby. He walks over to the other side of the Waffle House and someone hands him a baby and <laughs> sprinkles some old bay on it. Isn't he great? He really isn't. Okay, where to next? Does anybody know the lair for the seven X's? I believe we have the other alternative were the Derek. Mm-hmm. Not Derek. Was it Derek? Jonah Welby was seen, and it is a motel called In and Out. That's right. Oh, yes. In and Out Motel. That's sorry. That's what. Yes. The In and Out. Yeah. Oh. Nice motel. Been there a few times. Um. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely going to have to change out of this if we're going to in and out You guys head on over to in and out And dear God. So if you want to have creepy sex in a mold-infested <laughs> motel, there are better rated places to go. <laughs> it sits just behind a kink club named Little Like Groceries in the Itis Factory 24-7 Diner in the eastern part of Baltimore in Little Italy. Parking is in the center of this U-shaped two-story motel with a green roof. It has a rusty metal stairway leading up to large windows with torn curtains for the aspiring voyeur. Rooms are available by the minute, if you're so inclined. There's a camera pointing at the entrance. The booth looks like a convenience store with the owner behind a fingerprint-covered thick wall of plastic. An old Atari arcade cabinet, a food fight, and a vending machine with a mix of sushi and condoms are helpfully located nearby. I turn to Dr. Ray and say, you you said you've been here a few times? Yeah, when I fucked your mom. (laughs) Feisty. Feisty, Doc, feisty. Um, You see Candy step out of the car, and once again, she has inexplicably changed her outfit. Um, This time, she's, like, all geared up with, like, gloves and a mask and basically protective gear. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Very appropriate gear. Candy, you've been to these places before, too. Uh, What? Um, Excuse me. No, I would never make sweet, sweet love in a joint such as this. That makes two of us. The third, on the other hand, gesturing to the dog. Apparently it's a f- frequent haunt. Uh, yes, a frequent haunt of Jonah's too, which is very interesting. Let's go find out uh, what he was doing here. Although I think we know. Yeah. Yeah, The uh, behind in the like little convenience store with that thick wall of plastic, uh, you see a rustic looking man with kind of suspenders uh, doing a crossword puzzle on a newspaper. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Hi, I'm Candy. That's right. As in Candy Candlestick from Hit Baking Show, it's Candy. Oh. Yeah, no, uh, we don't, uh, we don't get the TV out here, no. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm from, uh, Alabama. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I came over here from, uh, from Alabama about, uh, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, married into the business. That's, uh, that's how I got this, this here place. Uh, my wife. Okay, uh, never mind. Listen, listen, um. <laughs> listen, Ted. Huh? Can I call you Ted? Ted? We're not here for uh, your whole life no, story. No, my name is, uh, my name is Jiffle. Uh, you can just call me Jeff. Okay, Ted. As I was <laughs> saying, we need your help. All right. Um, well, you know, people come in here all the time for all sorts of role play. Uh, I will say that five minutes uh, gets you a, a bucket of chocolate. Uh, so if that's something you're interested really? in, uh, that's the deal we have going on right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's Hershey chocolate oh. uh, melted and, and put in a painter's bucket uh, for ease of access. I, I shudder. That is a good deal. It most yeah. certainly is not a good deal. Although you're welcome to frequent your old haunt, Doc, <laughs> while we do business. Oh, I don't know. It's not the same without your mom. Yeah, she's dead, but I can get you for you for get you get her for you if you need. Wow, that's so enticing. Anyway, uh, Jiffle, have you seen mm-hmm. a particularly golden-haired, chest-haired individual in this establishment recently? <sighs> kind of looks like him, and I show the photo. Yeah, he kind of looks at it with his glasses. Well, now, we don't uh, usually discuss our patrons here. Uh, it's kind of part of the experience, you know? 
the moment I open my mouth, it, uh, well, it, uh, it, it, it violates the, the marriage promise I made with my wife before okay, I came um, down here. We oh. should have probably opened with this. We're from the FDA. I'll look to the others and be like, show him your badge. Uh, uh, I pull out a very crusty looking badge. It's got a lot of dirt on it. <laughs> <laughs> I I tried to bring up my badge and then realized that I've forgotten it and then just kind of casually <laughs> pretend like I never tried to take it out. <laughs> so we come to our first roll. Um, this will probably, this is, I feels like a charm. Okay. So you get that amount for your base uh, die pool. Uh, so what do you have there, uh, Easy? Uh, what am I looking at? Charm. Charm. Mm-hmm, charm. Uh, and then do you have any approaches that work with this? You feel like you could utilize? Um, I have zero charm, so that's good. <laughs> awesome. <Great>. Awesome. <laughs> you, you will get a plus one because you're you're throwing uh, an FDA badge in there. So that, that's cool. Okay, cool. Okay, so I guess it will be bold. When you see an opportunity, you seize it. So I'm seizing this All opportunity right. to find out. Seize the day. Carpe D. So you get another D6. Uh, and can your quirk help you in this? Uh, my quirk, he hasn't given me the chocolate yet, so no. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I can carve functional objects out of chocolate. Yeah. Right. So not quite right. yet. Cool. So it sounds like you have two dice. Uh, and this is uh, this is standard uh, in terms of risk with a, uh, a standard effect. Uh, so go ahead and roll. Let's see what we get. Uh, before, okay, never mind. Hmm? Oh no, it's already rolled. Mm-hmm. So. I've only rolled one. Oh, I was gonna. Two. Can I lend a hand to increase the? Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, you can see. You can either dig in for two appetite, uh, which is uh, will give you a, an extra d6, uh, or you can lend a hand uh, with one appetite, helping someone else uh, to give them a one d6. Sometimes I might offer you a devil's bargain, which <laughs> will give you a d6, but it will just pan out worse than you could ever imagine. Uh, but for this case, you're, you're safe. Uh, so it looks like you have 3d6, an extra d6 from your friend who is... How are you helping exactly? I'm going to... The approach I'm going to use is lemon head, um, leaving a sour taste in mm-hmm. everybody else's mouths. What I'm basically going to do is, <laughs> not literally in this case, mind you, um, figuratively leaving a sour taste, <laughs> uh, I'm going to reach up towards his collar, pull him forward, and then... Uh, tell him, you know, you're not going to leave this place. You, you're not going to see the light of day if you don't answer us, right? I'm going to threaten him to, to help with the... Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. All right, cool. Go ahead and roll those dice. And what's the highest uh, number you get on that? Uh, well, it's still, it's a three. Wow. Oh my gosh. First roll of the game. It's a failure. <laughs> this doesn't go um, well. Yeah, the, the person looks at you and says, uh, what's the... What's the most you've ever won in a coin toss? <laughs> I've never done a coin toss. All right. Well, I'm going to flip uh, this here coin my wife gave me. Like I said before, came from Alabama. Came up here and uh, she started this motel. It's her business and I I married into it. Uh, and there's nothing wrong about that. But, you know, I think I have a, uh, a right to protect my here property for my wife, my, my dead wife. She, she loved chocolate, you see. So I'm going to flip this coin, all right? And you're, you're going to call it, okay? And he flips the coin and slams it down, his hand covering the coin. Go ahead, call it. Hey, listen, man, I'm going to level with you. My wife, she died a couple of years ago, too. She was my rock, and not a day goes by that I don't miss her. So and if she had something that she wanted me to protect, I would do anything. So I want to promise you now that no matter what... I will uphold your wife's wishes. No matter what you tell me, no matter what has happened here, I will protect your wife's motel. I just want to say that, and uh, I'm going to call Tails. Tails it is. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, Go ahead and roll a die. If it's evens, it's Tails. Oh, no. (laughs) It's a two. Yes! Nice. <laughs> uh, so he nods, uh, and so like uh, for for people listening in right now, uh, what I'm doing is I'm putting a slight little clock on one of our items on our board, uh, specifically the seven X's mm-hmm. uh, one. Because of this failure, uh, we're gonna fill that in two spaces out of six. 
So, you know, you're not dealing with the consequences now, but, uh, you know, clock is ticking as he uh, shifts the quarter underneath the plastic towards you. That's your lucky quarter. Keep it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. I saw Golden like a stallion. Went into uh, room 68. You didn't want to give him 69 or... Was it occupied? Uh, six, 69 has <laughs> been under renovation ever since the incident uh, last year. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it, but oh, uh, okay, okay. I suggest you leave that room alone. Um, sure, yeah. But 68 is fine. It's nice. Uh, lots of uh, amenities in it. They got two buckets of chocolate. And well, after uh, this golden stallion went into the room about 10 minutes later, a, um, a sweaty woman uh, came by uh, wearing a track suit uh, and, and went in there. Now, what happens after that? I don't know, and it's really only for the tapes to to know, uh, which if you are interested in the tapes, I can sell that to you as well. Right. I believe we are interested in the tapes. I guess we are. Uh, Is there any more information you can give us about this woman? Uh, When did you say this was? This was um, last night. Really? Oh. Yeah. So he was here last night. Yeah, 6 p.m. Uh, met up with this tracksuit woman. Very, uh, I don't know, very angry woman, it seemed like. Mm. Did you see him leave? No, no, I did not. Mm. But part of our amenities is a small window in the bathroom that you can leave out through the alleyway in the back so that people don't see you leaving. Um it's for some of our uh, more uh, adventurous couples who come here. <laughs> could we I see? Could we take a look in the room? Well, uh you know to get a room that's like I said it's uh, it's about $5 a minute. Uh 5 minutes or uh, we'll get you uh, a bucket of chocolate. And you know what since uh this here uh young woman over here uh was lucky enough uh, I would say uh, I can throw in the tapes uh, for uh, for if you guys uh, settle down for uh, 30 minutes. Uh, sound good? That sounds great. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. 30 minutes it is. Cool. All right. Excellent. And <laughs> you see him go to the fridge and get like a painter's bucket, like a gallon, and just kind of like drags it across the floor and kicks it under the, the plastic, like this little area that uh, it can kind of slip over so you can grab it. And uh, he also hands you a uh, a key attached to um, an iron wrench. <laughs> All right. Uh. I got y'all for uh, 30 minutes uh, to access the video files. You just, uh, oh, it's on our Wi-Fi. Uh, just uh, the in and out. And uh, the password is, uh, it's a sex joke. Gotcha. Amazing. Thanks, Jiffy. Really appreciate it. That's literally the password? Or... It's literally the password. It's That's literally, okay. Back up a bit. You have all of your tapes on your Wi-Fi. Well, yes. Every room has a, a tape recorder in it, a uh, camera. Uh, it's kind of part of the amenities is that every experience here is recorded. Uh, and put on, uh, I think you young people are calling the cloud so that uh, you can view and uh, download uh, your experiences and uh, believe uh, you kids call to whack off later uh, uh, or maybe okay. to spice up your marriage. I, I turn to the doc and say, you better, you better want to <laughs> do something about that. What was that, Al? <laughs> oh, Nothing. <laughs> I am totally, definitely not going to propagate the tapes that are of you to the department. Do not worry oh, at all. Uh, of me and 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 your your mom. Those ones. Yeah, you're gonna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure thing, Al. Doc, my mom's got been around the department a few times. This is this will not be news to them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so thanks so much, Jiffy. Appreciate it, man. Uh, good to see you again, as always. Let's head out into the room, yeah, number 68. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys pull, like, uh, when you approach 68, you see 69, and there is police tape over it. <laughs> the curtains have been drawn, uh, and there's a foul smell of something rotting coming from it. Oh, my God. But that's not why you're here. You're here for 68. As you put in the key, it's, uh, it's a little sticky, and you jiggle it around, and you, you pop in. Um, going in, 
you notice that the carpet is rough and the shag fibers are batted together in a way that makes you think you should never take off your shoes. The TV was replaced with a single Nintendo Switch with a third-party controller attached to it, still vibrating. <laughs> the bathroom door is ajar and you can hear city sounds coming from an open rectangular window leading to a back alleyway. Wow, this is, um, you come here? Apparently she does. It's quite comfortable, Candy. You should try it sometime. Uh-huh. I'd be happy to bring you. That's okay. Um, you know, I, I had no idea you were married, Doc. That was such a beautiful story. Yes, well, it's been a, well coming up on two years since her death, so we don't need to talk about that. Um, the tapes, let's have a look at those tapes. Right. Yeah, you, you kind of come in, close the door, that vibrating controller is still like on the little wooden table and putting in the password you get several of the tapes and each one is kind of numbered with the day in the room which day and room are you looking for we are looking for room 68 yesterday night i guess yeah all right yes what you see can only be poetically described as the director railing on jonah welby's butt ah <laughs> for several hours. This is exactly what I expected. <laughs> Wait, uh, really? The chocolate bucket. Yeah, the chocolate bucket is used as well, kind of poured on each other and uses uh maybe a lubricant. It's hard to tell, but chocolate was used in a large amount. <laughs> you notice that there are fingerprints on the ceiling, uh, as well as the walls uh with chocolate uh like fingerprint. Um, it's very surprising that this place is so clean after what you've seen here. The railing of Jonah's butt. Jesus Christ, were they poltergeists or something? Poltergeists? They certainly are dexterous. Mm. Also, am I the only one who doesn't know about this place? It seems like everybody from the department comes here all the time. <laughs> Guess it is kind of close. I'm, yeah, I don't know. The family picnic is out here. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I don't know. I would have thought that you would have heard about it during family gatherings. I mean, oh. it was such a frequent haunt. No, that that would make sense. I, I, I avoid the, um, the picnics like the plague, food and everything like that, you know. Okay, well, anyway, is it not suspicious that Director Crest didn't say anything about this? Nope, I wouldn't say anything about this either if I was the director. Well, surely, surely... She knew we were going to find it out. I mean, it's literally on the Wi-Fi. All right, we need to fast forward to when they left. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, you you fast forward and it's like, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I think Al's going to be like, every like five seconds, he's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Takes another swig. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, (laughs) <laughs> At one point, he's just consistently drinking while watching. <laughs> and yeah, uh, after a while, uh, Jonah leaves just kind of in his pants, his shirt off, uh, left on the bed. You could tell that his uh, chest hairs are on and vibrant, uh, kind of standing up at attention. Are you trying <laughs> to tell me those aren't real? Really? I mean... They're standing on in attention. Are you telling me they are real? They certainly are very active. Yeah. Exactly. You can buy those for a good grand, a pint. He leaves and about an hour goes by and it looks like the director gets more concerned and then starts calling and then like calls the police and then like uh, all sorts of like, it's just kind of chaos afterwards. Uh, but Jonah never returns. Uh, so where did we see him leave? Uh, so it's awkward because all the cameras are just in the rooms. And then there's a, a camera in the uh, the entrance for the parking lot. But it only really shows people coming and going, not like the the kind of leisurely hallways. You know, vehicles came and went, but it's kind of you know, it's hard to tell which one. Unless you guys want to do an investigative role figure out more we do okay Mm -hmm. so just to clarify we see him leave the room but then we didn't see anything else after that yeah okay and he left not out through the alleyway my exit just the front door yeah Mm -hmm. oh sorry and um when did uh the director leave and which way did she go uh the director left from the uh the back uh it looks like uh (laughs) after she made some calls she left and then the cops came and stuff like Mm. that so right yeah but she she waddled out the back yeah Cool. All right. Okay. 
investigative role. So how does that work? So uh, this, I believe, would rely on your training. And then, uh, like everything else, uh, if you have an approach that works or quirk that can help you in this case, that can. Uh, and definitely look at your perks because those can sometimes help out in unique ways. Um. Okay, who has the most training? I've got one. <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, I'm on zero. Oh, I have zero. But I have okay, instinct. So I guess it's me. I have instinct, though. Can I use instinct? <laughs> Surely that's investigative. Yeah, yeah. You can use instinct. And, and I'll, why don't you use training uh, to kind of get two different perspectives? Could I also use my preppy approach? Contextually, I'm prepared for this situation somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you might have like on your phone, like, uh, you know, those like light up on a, a video camera so you can see like the darker areas of the screen yeah. and such. Yeah, so just that's just the 1D6, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Every uh, approach or quirk uh, that you can kind of bring into the play will add an additional 1D6. Oh, okay, cool. So 2D6. So when you've got like, if you have two star instinct, do I mm-hmm. add another... Two or D6s, or do yeah. I put, I just add two numbers? You add, uh, for every star, that is a D6. So for if you have two stars uh, or two in instinct, you would roll two as a base and then add more based on approaches or quirks. And do I just pick the highest one or do I uh, add them together? The highest one. If you if you have two sixes, that's a critical, but otherwise you're just choosing the, you're grabbing the highest one. So I rolled two D6, my highest is five. Ooh, nice. nice, nice. And how about you, uh, Doctor? My highest is five. Nice. Hey. Ooh, all right. So so two decent rolls, very much like Power by the Apocalypse uh, and, you know, Forge of the Dark. Uh, a one through three is a failure, and I get to just have shenanigans. Uh, four through five is like you guys are successful, but I get a little bit of shenanigans. Uh, and then six, you're successful, and I get to do no shenanigans. <laughs> you get to do all the shenaniganing. Yeah, that's a, I'll make you make that into a verb. All right, so uh, Doctor, we'll start with you. As you're looking through the footage and everything, your how how tall are you? Does your foot dangle when you're sitting on this bed? Um, no, uh, my feet are touching the floor. Excellent. Uh, as you're shifting and, and moving about, your foot connects with a bottle underneath the bed. I reach down and pull it out. Yeah, it's a bottle of Everclear, and mm-hmm. attached to it is a note. Uh, it says, here is the information you need. Signed, L-L-M. <gasps> Gasp. There's a little bit of the Everclear still, you know, kind of in the bottle itself. But you don't remember seeing the um, bottle in the video at all. They mostly just use chocolate <laughs> and maybe some chocolate milk. <laughs> Certainly no alcohol. How could this have got here then? Is there anything on the back of the note? Where's the information? It doesn't say, but there is a peculiar smell to the liquid still slushing around inside. And for Al, you see with your kind of lighted up perspective that one of the cars leaving, it's very hard to tell. Uh, But there are two individuals leaving and one of them, you can kind of see the light reflecting off of uh, golden chest hair within the car. Mm. Seems like he left in a passenger seat of some vehicle. It looks like a white van. Well, that's suspicious. I think uh, so. We share this information with one another, I'm guessing. So like everybody knows what. Yes. Yeah. So in that case, like I, I tell the doc, doc, if you if you're cool with me consuming that, I could probably tell you something about where it's been. Is that right? <laughs> you can do that, can you? We've been in the same team for like a decade. How do you not know this? <laughs> you expect me to remember every single piece of information about you? That's ridiculous. I barely pay attention to you at all. <laughs> <laughs> How have we solved so many cases? <laughs> okay. I'm very good. Um, team, why don't we just get onto it so we can get out of this hell hole? Yep, here you go. Drink whatever the heck this is. Yeah, I open the bottle, sniff it a bit, and then just chug it down. All right, give me a resistance roll. This is your gut. Uh, because I don't know if you've ever had Everclear before, but it is straight car fuel. Oh. Like fuel so. it's, it's horrific. Yeah, it is like... 100 proof, you shouldn't drink it. I don't know why they sell it. 
but they do and you're drinking it. So go ahead and let's see what happens. Delightful. Um, how do I make a resistance roll in this context? Are you rolling guts or? Yeah, it's rolling guts and anything that you have that can aid you uh, just like any other roll, except for instead of an active thing you're doing, you're rolling uh, to prevent this alcohol from knocking, from giving you a condition. Right. Yeah. I am almost certain that I will get a condition because I have zero guts. Oh. <laughs> do you have any approaches? I an approach that works with this. Um, I mean, I could say, oh, uh, I've got, I'm thinking prepper, but I don't know how, how I would have prepped for this particular looking situation. <laughs> like, how yeah, do I? Yeah, there's no prepping for this. Yeah. Could you have, uh, like, yeah. hardened your stomach or your digestive system or something? With... No, because I can't eat. I mean, technically, my digestive system is all alcohol anyway, so does that yeah. help in any way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that will with your with your special thing. So you can add that as well as your xenopath quirk. Uh, so that gives you two die. Okay, so not, not terrible. But you're going to roll terrible. I know it. <laughs> well, I'll have you know that I rolled a six and a five. Oh! <gasps> Are you kidding me? Oh man. Oh, that is great. (laughs) So your stomach is like, this is straight up poison, man. What are you doing to us? Uh, But they're like, okay, yeah, no, we can handle this. We've been through worse. And you get hit with a lot of information. You now have the plans. Uh, actually, roll a D, just a 1d6 to figure out how, what plans this is for. Uh, that's a 1. <laughs> okay, Bill Gert's Utility and Threat Testimonials, a.k.a. But. It is a law firm here in Baltimore. And you you have, like, just from drinking this, and you know that this is different from how your power works. Usually, like... With normal food and stuff, other than alcohol, you would be able to figure out, like, you know, who cooked it, what what the meat was like, uh, what the cow was doing, like, the last few days of its life, everything. But this just gives you straight-up schematics to the whole location, like a 3D map in your head that you just, you now have memorized because you've drank this liquid. Well, that was a trip. What did you see? I'm probably on the ground, considering my stomach was... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're on the ground. Oh god. Yeah. It's it's like Velcro. Oh. But there's no Velcro on the ground, so have at it. Oh, that sounds terrible. Like I kind of raise my hand weakly and says say, I'm okay. <coughs> um uh, let's see, it's in my head, but I got <laughs> Um can, can I go over Come and on, uh, buddy, pull it together. <laughs> Um, can I? I'll reach into Al's pocket and get his alcohol out for him, and just just kind of <laughs> yeah. like I'll take the lid off and like wave it in front of his nose. Oh yeah, I immediately grab it and like chug it down. I was like, ah, that's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what else with alcohol poisoning? More alcohol. Yeah. What is it called? Like um, hair of the dog or what? Hair of the dog. Yeah. <laughs> This is extreme here of the dog. Extreme here of the dog. Mm. So I share that information. So it turns out we've, um, um, it's the place is um, somewhere called Belga's Utility and Threat Testimonials. <laughs> but? But. Ah, oh, okay. I guess we should check that out, huh? Probably the possibility. Yep. It's the only clue we have. Yeah, well, okay, so let me get this straight. Jonah left of his own accord in the passenger seat of this white van, and then there's this clue that the long, long man... I'm sorry, the long, long man... ...left for us, presumably? Seems so. The long, long man on our side but, mm. but that doesn't make sense isn't he part of the um this trap oh drink <laughs> well that's the last of my beer i'll get more beer <laughs> oh go get another one go get another yeah so uh i will say uh, as you guys are kind of mingling in this sweaty motel like it does, it's not sweaty as in hot it just smells sweaty like a lot of activity went down in here especially deep into the carpets 
You guys hear a trash can uh, being like smacked over outside uh, behind the window of the bathroom. Can we look outside the bathroom window? Yeah, yeah. You you go back and you have to like uh, get on the toilet, but the bathroom is remarkably clean. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is like really clean. This does not bode well. But yeah, peering through that window, you see an individual silhouetted in like darkness running down the alleyway away from the motel. Who knocked over the trash can? What happened to Jonah? And whose side is the long, long man on? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Towel Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider supporting us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. Till next time, keep your towels at the ready.